Good morning, Idaho. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. Welcome to the Local Yokel Idaho podcast, where we talk about what is going on in the wonderful state of Idaho. Welcome to the second episode of the podcast. If you were listening from last week, then thank you for joining me again. If you were are coming here for the first time, then thank you for joining me and being a part of this. Hopefully this one will be a little bit more polished than the last one um, and everything. This is kind of just my morning intro slash a little bit of banter that I kind of wanted to have part of the podcast just to kind of open it up and not make it seem so uh, sterile or too professional. But with all that said, I do have to add uh, the weather has changed in an awful hurry. (laughs) It went from the really nice weather we had last week to this week being a lot looking like a lot more rain and just of recording this um it being a lot more windy and everything kind of the pressure changes going from those high 70s down to the 50s one side of me kind of misses the warmth that i know we're kind of going to be losing but another side of me is looking forward to the change and little variation with the seasons and the moods and everything also thank you for all the people that have listened to the podcast and either emailed in or messaged me directly that know me. Thank you for all the support and keep bringing that. It helps me keep wanting to do the podcast when there's times where I may be uh, tired and not wanting to do stuff. And also, you know, if you can, keep spreading it around so people can hear about it because that's the best right now is kind of word of mouth and everything. You kind of spread this around so hopefully it grows and more people can hear about it and enjoy it and get stuff from it. As for myself, I had a conference that I went to over the uh, weekend here really really good conference that my church uh, was holding or having um, well not having they spearheaded um, it's the reformation conference that occurs um, there's a bunch of different uh, reformed churches around the valley that uh, help sign that up we have a bunch of nice speakers come in um, to talk about stuff but because of that I'm a little tired today so if I sound like I'm lacking a little bit of energy while reading this please forgive me we'll get through this I'll do my best but uh, I am definitely a little tired after all the socializing and the conference and talking so if my voice gives out or I seem to be a lack of excitement then please forgive me because I've just been at a conference for the last two days but in any case let's get into the events and holidays for the week First off, we have today, Monday the 24th. Uh, as for national days, it's National Bologna Day. So uh, take it with what you will. Maybe make a bologna sandwich or you can make a bunch of bologna jokes. As for in history, in 1929, Black Thursday happened, starting a stock market crash where the Dow Jones went down 12.8%. In 1957, singer Bing Crosby married his second wife, Catherine. In 1962, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, Soviet ships approached but stopped short of the U.S. blockade of Cuba. And lastly, in 2008, Bloody Friday happened. As for deaths, Rosa Parks died in 2005, and Jackie Robinson died in 1972 uh, today. As for birthdays, today is PewDiePie's birthday. He will be turning 32. And it is also Drake's birthday. He will be turning 35. Moving on to Tuesday. Tuesday is National Greasy Food Day for all of you out there that might need a little bit of an excuse to go have some more greasy uh, food. Then uh, no better excuse than that to be at National Greasy Food Day on uh, Tuesday. That's all for uh, National Days. As for history, in 1764, future second u.s president john adams married abigail 
1859, the 21st U.S. President Chester A. Arthur married Ellen in New York. And in 1962, U.S. Ambassador to the U.N., Alden Stephenson, please forgive me on that one, uh, demanded the USSR U.N. Rep. Uh, answer regarding the Cuban Missile Crisis base, saying, quote, I'm prepared to wait for my answer until hell freezes over. As for birthdays, Tuesday would have been Pablo Picasso's birthday, and Tuesday is Katy Perry's birthday. She will be turning 37. Moving on to Wednesday, the 26th of this week, it is National Day of Deployment and National Pumpkin Pie Day. So for all those out that are deployed, maybe send them a pumpkin pie or a little bit of a branded thing like that to just kind of bring it all together. Um, then as for stuff in history, in 1861, the Pony Express today ended its operations. In 1863, so two years later, international an international conference began in Geneva aimed at improving the medical conditions on the battlefield. And then followed up in 1984, the Terminator film was first released in the U.S. And lastly, in 2019, U.S. Special Forces killed one of the ISIS founders. You can link, link, look his name up. I have, I tried to pronounce it. I prepared for it and I, I failed epically. And so we scrubbed it from the scripture. Then as for birthdays, Wednesday is Hillary Clinton's birthday. She will be turning 74. As for death, Alfred the Great died this Wednesday in 900 AD. And Robert Evans, who played in The Godfather, died Wednesday in 2019. Then moving on to Thursday. Thursday is National American Beer Day and Navy Day. Kind of funny how those two ended up on the same day. Not quite sure if that was planned or a very nice coincidence. Um, as for on history, in 1880, Theodore Roosevelt married Eliza on his 22nd birthday. In 1962, Black Saturday, during the Cuban Missile Crisis, an American spy plane was shot down over Cuba and the Navy dropped depth charges on a Soviet submarine that um, broke through the uh, blockade. And as for birthdays, Thursday uh, was James Cook's birthday and as previously stated, Theodore Roosevelt's birthday. Moving on to Friday the 28th is National Chocolate Day, National Breadstick Day, and National First Responders Day. An interesting mix to be sure, an excuse to have a little bit of chocolate. I prefer some nice dark chocolate after dinner. Breadsticks, always good, plenty of gluten, unless you're people that are needing to not have that. And then the first responders can be there to help you with whatever it needs and you can thank them. Then uh, moving on into history, in uh, 1492, Christopher Columbus cited modern day Cuba and claimed it for Spain. In 1904, St. Louis started using fingerprints as an investigation method. In 1919, the U.S. Congress passed a prohibition despite President Woodrow Wilson vetoing the bill. For birthdays, Friday is Bill Gates' birthday. He will be turning 66, and Julie Robertson's will be turning 54 as well. Moving on to Saturday. Saturday is National Cat Day, National Oatmeal, and National Hermit Day. Kind of, I think, a little bit of a theme there. You got your cat. Got your oatmeal nice and cozy, and then you can uh, be a bit of a hermit in your home. It seems like the perfect um, day for introverts. Um, as for in history, in 1929, Wall Street stock market crashed, triggering the Great Depression. And in 2015, China announced its end of its one-child policy after 35 years. 
As for birthday, Saturday would have been uh, Joseph Goebbels' birthday. As for deaths, Joseph Pulitzer died at age 64 this Saturday. Moving on to Sunday. Sunday is National Candy Corn Day and Speak Up for Service Day. The latter day is recognized as recognized for the importance of young adults being active and involved in the community. As for in history, in 1613, Johannes Kepler married his second wife, Susanna. Uh, as for birthday, John Adams' birthday is this Sunday, and Ivanka Trump's birthday is this Sunday. She will be turning 40. As for death, Stephen Allen died Sunday in 2000. First off, we have Boise. As we talked about last week, this Monday, the Historical Preservation Commission is meeting at 5 p.m. at Boise City Hall. That will be available virtually. Then Tuesday, there is a city council meeting from 12 p.m. till 3 p.m. located at City Hall on the third floor. Both those meetings you can watch over YouTube live stream or participate through a Zoom call. Wednesday, there is a special events team meeting. There you go, I got it. They are going over permits and plannings for special events in the Boise area. This would kind of include the balloon festival or different stuff that would happen at the major parks and stuff. It's from 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. and will be at City Hall. Also, virtual attendance is available. Then also on Wednesday, there is a Boise District Commission meeting from 5.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at City Hall. Then Thursday, there is a citywide advisory committee from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. located at City Hall. And then coming up on November 1st, there is a Boise City Council meeting or City Council work session from 3.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. After that, there is a normal City Council meeting from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So you'll have the City Council meeting um, kind of starting at 3.30 p.m. for work, so I assume that's like some discussion stuff. Ends at about 5.30, there's like a 30-minute break, and then the main city council meeting starts at 6. Nampa, there is only one thing that is on the calendar. Tuesday, there is a planning and zoning commission meeting from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. For more of the information about the things talked about above, go to the Nampa City website for more details. Caldwell, a little busy here. Tuesday's Design and Review Commission is canceled. Wednesday, there is a Caldwell Historical Preservation Commission meeting from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at 621 Cleveland Boulevard. Thursday, there is a hearing examiner meeting from 1.30 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. That is at the CPD Community Room. Lastly, coming up November 1st, there is a City Council workshop and meeting. The workshop is at 5 p.m at the Caldwell Police Department and the meeting is at 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. also at the Caldwell Police Department. Going into fun things, the Cherry Hill Farms has its pumpkin patch open and corn maze open. It started September 16th and will still be open up till October 29th. It is over on Chicken Dinner Road. If you want more information, go to the Cherry Hill Farms, no capitals, .com for more information. For more information about anything talked about above, go to the Caldwell City website or the links in the description. Eagle. Tuesday, there are three public hearings at 6 p.m. at the council chambers. Talked about this last week. One of them is the Viola Water Idaho Inc. Another one is Malara. M-O-L-I-N-A-R-I. Malaria? 
Park Development LLC and Spring Valley Phase One Division Super Subdivision. For more info, check the link in the description. Uh, Tuesday, there is a city council meeting at 5.30 p.m. at City Hall. Wednesday, there is a coffee with the mayor. It starts at 9 a.m. and goes till 10 a.m. at the community hall. Thursday, there is a mayor's youth advisory council from 3.45 p.m. to 5 p.m. at the council chambers. Also on Thursday, there is a design and review board at 6 p.m. at the council chambers. Next Tuesday, November 1st, there is an Eagle Urban Renewal Agency meeting at 6 p.m. at the Council Chambers. Also, on the same day, November 1st, there is a Town Hall meeting at 6 p.m. at the Community Hall. For more information about anything talked about above, go to the Eagle City website or the link, or you can check the link in the description below. CUNA, nice, short, and simple. We got two events here. Tuesday, there is a Planning and Zoning Commission meeting at 6 p.m. at CUNA City Hall. Then f the following Tuesday, November 1st, there is a city council meeting at 6 p.m. at City Hall. So not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday, there is uh, a city council meeting. For more information about any of the things talked about above, go to the Eagle City website or check the links in the description. Emmett, um, there are no city events, but Tuesday, there is a Midvale Mingle happening at 12 to 1 p.m. It will be at the Iaho Pizza Company. It's aimed at networking businesses and building friendships. They are also going to be talking about Facebook algorithms. Then Wednesday, there is going to be an Eat Move, Eat Smart, Move More event at 1 p.m. Sorry for a second there. Uh, quote, participants will learn about nutrition, preparing healthy meals, and physical activities. It will be at the St. Mary's uh, Escapalian Church. To register, call 208-365-7197. For more information about any of the things talked about above, go to the Emmett City website, or you can check out the link in the description. Twin Falls. Today, there is a Urban Renew Agency special meeting from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. I'm assuming at City Hall, but they don't list where it's at. Also today, there is a City Council meeting from 5 to 6 p.m. There again, would say where it's at. They don't state. Tuesday, there is a Planning and Zoning Commission meeting from 6 p.m. Or starting at 6 p.m. As for where it's at, I assume City Hall there again, but they don't say yet again. Next week, October 31st, there is a City Council meeting at 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Also, location not stated, but assume City Hall. Lastly, November 1st, there is an airport advisory meeting. Um, they didn't give a time, nor did they give a place. For more information about any of the things above, go to the Twin Falls website or check out the link in the description. Pocatello, there is a Mayor's Youth Advisory Council meeting today from 3 15 to 4 30 p.m at the city council chambers then followed tomorrow tuesday there is a site planning review meeting from 1 30 p.m to 3 p.m at 911 north 7th avenue wednesday there is an animal shelter meeting board meeting from 12 to 1 p.m at the animal shelter education room Next Tuesday, November 1st, there is a site planning review meeting from 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. at 911 North 11th Avenue, same as the uh, site planning review. Also next Tuesday, there is a Pocatello Arts Council meeting from 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. at the Council Chambers. Friday, ISU is having a state civics 
Symphony Concert from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. The lead performer is Madeline Adkins on the viola. There'll be a link down at the bottom for there. For more information, for more information about any of the stuff I talked about above, you can go to the Pocatello City website or check out the links in the description. Idaho Falls, today there is a city council work session from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. at the city council chambers. Tuesday, Thursday, not Tuesday, Thursday, there is a city council meeting from 7.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the city council chambers. Next Tuesday, November 1st, there is a downtown development corporate board meeting from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at the Willards Art Center Conference Room. For more information about any of the things talked about above, go to the Idaho Falls City website or you can check the link in the description. McCall, as for city stuff, there's nothing but this Tuesday. There's the regular uh, Tech Tuesday event happening. It starts at 3.30 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. It will be at the McCall Public Library. It is a dedicated time for 3D printing and for playing with board games while the printers finish up what they're doing. Also on Tuesday from 10 to 11 a.m., there is a Writers Club meeting happening at the McCall Public Library. For more information about all the stuff talked about above, go to the McCall City website or check the links in the description. Cascade. Fun stuff happening this week. This Friday in Cascade, there is a swing dance class from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. It is free for all ages to attend. It will be happening at the Valley Club building. It will be on country and line dancing. If you have any questions, call Steve at 208-861-8486. Friday, there is a bingo game at the Senior Center from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. For more information about any of the things I talked about above, go to the Cascade City website or check the links in the description. Moscow, Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. There is a scary movie double feature at the Kenworth Performing Arts Center. Also on Friday, there, the uh, Plaus Ice Rink has its grand opening gala. It starts at 5 p.m. For more information about the two events I talked about above, you can go to the Moscow City website or check out the link in the description. Coeur d'Alene. Today, the General Service Public Works Committee meeting is canceled. Also today, the Child Care Commission meeting starts at 6.30 p.m. at the City Council Hall. And then lastly for today, there is a joint workshop meeting with the City Council and Planning Commission. The meeting starts at 12 p.m. at the Library Community Room. Then tomorrow, Tuesday, there is a Art Commission meeting at 4 p.m. at the City Hall. Followed by Wednesday, there is a Library Board meeting at 6 p.m. in the Library Community Room. Thursday, there is a Historical Preservation Commission meeting at 4 p.m. at City Hall. Also on Thursday, there is a design and review meeting at 12 p.m. I assume it is City Hall because the list sa just says room six, so you can go from there. Then next Tuesday, next week, November 1st, there is a city council meeting at 6 p.m. at the library community room. For more information about any of the things talked about above, go to the Coeur d'Alene City website or check out the links in the description. Post Falls, just one thing. Next week, Tuesday, November 1st, there is a city council meeting from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at City Hall. For more information about anything talked about above, go to the Post Falls City website or check out the links in the description. 
Sandpoint, Wednesday, Hickory Farms, you pick Pumpkin Patches open. They close Saturday the 29th, so kind of the end of the week there. Thursday, there is a trivia night at Paddler's Ale House from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. For more information about any of the things talked about above, go to the Sandpoint City website or check out the links in the description. On to the news, one of my favorite parts of the program. Now, with this said, I will admit, because of the conference and crunch from time, I have not sorted these according to how I wanted them all stacked. So we're just going to kind of go through them in random order. I'm not quite sure. I think some of them might be, it might all line up correctly, but we'll see here. I try to kind of line them up between interest and stuff like that, but we're going to just kind of roll with it today. First story is there was a wildfire put out over by Shoshone Falls. This comes from the Mountain uh, Idaho Mountain Express paper. They didn't provide who did it. They just said staff there. So thank you there at the Idaho Mountain Express. So it appears there was a fire that started last Monday at 11:45 p.m. about three miles east of the Shoshone. Uh, east of Shoshone, my bad. According to the South Idaho Interagency Dispatch, I can do words. It was burning on the north side of the rail tracks. Fire engines from surrounding fire departments were able to contain it by 6 p.m. that same day. As for what was the cause of the fire, they are unsure and it is under investigation. Next story, Moe's Lake Electric Vehicle Battery Factory. This comes from the the Spokesman Review by Amy. The U.S. Department of Energy has awarded two companies, one called Group 14 Technologies, Inc., headquarters out of Woodenville, 
and Cilia Nanotechnologies headquartered out of California, each of them receiving 1 million to build electric electric vehicle battery factories in the Mose Lake area. Cilia is anticipating hiring between 150 to 300 workers for the plant and producing enough batteries for 200,000 vehicles by 2026. Cilia's first big customer for the factory will be Mercedes. They said they will be using this in their G-Class series of electric cars. Group 14, on the other hand, is a little smart. They're expected to produce enough for 100,000 vehicles by the same time and hire 200 plant technicians. Funding the Group 14 has been raised by Porsche AG toward building the factory. All these factories and stuff come from the electric energy grant that President Biden kind of signed out in his infrastructure bill directed at boosting more domestic electric energy parts. Next story is a little bit of an interesting one. I kind of was getting into the article when I was reading it. Micron files plans for Boise expansion. For all those who don't know, back in the day, Micron used to you do a ton of stuff here in Idaho and was a huge employer. But over time, they've outsourced jobs out of state and out of country. According to this report from the Boise Dev, they are going to be ramping that up to the tune of 6.5 million square feet of space. They have started with the first step of trying to get permits for the large-scale building they want. Plus, some of those requests are zoning changes as well, so that way it would all work. In total, they're going to be adding on a larger fab and several buildings for the fab, including an administrative building, a probing building, a B-51X building, central utilities building, mass manufacturing building, plus a gas plant, water treatment facility, and an electric yard to handle all the power that is needed for the area. What the future looks like, we will have to wait and see. Or if Micron gets the approval permit, then we'll see then. Also, if everything goes through, according to Micron, they are planning and expecting the project to take from now until 2030. If I didn't already say it, this article came from the Boise Dev by Don Day. So just getting that out of the way, the credit where credit's due. Um, the thought I thought was interesting, and I didn't actually include in my script here, is that the total size of the factory is going to be, I think, like, don't quote me on this, you'll have to go read the article, but if I remember off the top of my head, like, three times larger than the Amazon facility that was just built out kind of on the Nampa area. So that's going to be really cool. And some of the photos, I hi- highly recommend go looking at the article, because some of the concept photos are really, really cool to see. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this goes. I also remember when reading this article that the electric yard is actually going to be owned by Idaho Power, but they're going to pay to build it. And then Idaho Power is going to kind of like manage that and everything. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, and I might've skipped over it, but yeah, up here to the tune of 1.5 million square feet of space being kind of like, I think that's total. That might be what's added on. I'm not sure. Um, but in general, really cool thing to see it kind of coming back manufacturing here in the U S Next story is downtown blueprint business close closes. This comes from the Boise dev as well. And by Don day, the same guy as the past one. It is sad to hear, but here it comes for another one, another business in Idaho's closed. The Idaho blueprint and supply co is closing its stores on May street. It has been in business for 113 years. The owner said we didn't want people to think we were closing because downtown was forcing it or because of our friendly competitors. Christian said, I can't imagine moving or going into a new place and doing an improvement on a new place. 
We looked at that. It just doesn't work with the lease and that, and I didn't pencil out on paper. After, end quote. After a couple more months of finishing up orders and saying goodbye, the owners will be wrapping up the business. And as for the owners, what the owners are going to do, that is unclear. They are unsure what they're going to do next. As for the building, the article did not say what was going to happen to that next or who's going to buy it or if it's just going to be vacant for a bit. I will admit, I was kind of looking at some of the photos online of this place and it is really cool to go in. Um, the building did, if I remember correctly, when I was reading, like burn down once um, and they kind of got rebuilt. So it's not like the original, original 113 year, but the inside, it looks really cool from some of the photos that the uh, Boise Dev provided there. Again, if you're interested in some photos, go look at that. I wish I knew about this sooner so I could go visit it. I think they're still going to be open for a little bit. So if you're in Boise, maybe drop by there. On the flip side, they might already be closed. The article didn't say um, as to the exact time they were planning on kind of closing up shop. Famous rock maps date back to thousands of years. This comes from the Boise Dev by Ann Daly. So I didn't know about this at all. And I've driven through this town several times on different fishing trips and stuff. But near the Melba Celebration Park, there was a large basalt rock that has a petrographic... Uh, see if I can do this word. Petroglyphic. Ah, get the gist. Maps carved into it. It is believed that the Shoshone um, Banaku tribes drew the maps, and the maps were just the rock and all that, and the maps and everything on it were discovered in 1872. So maybe the next time you're driving out towards Murphy and you're going through Melba, stop by and look at it. I intend to, because it seemed like a really cool place, and it's just right there off the side. They've, according to the article, they've made it a lot nicer. There's like a whole boat launch and solar powered kind of lights to kind of help keep it all illuminated there and some restrooms to kind of go see the whole thing so probably be a cool little day trip to take the family out and do next one is tamarack resort unveils winter upgrades this comes from the boise dev by autumn robertson's for all those skiers out there i have some news from you from the tamarack resort they have announced some of the upgrades that will be coming for the winter season first of all they will have RFID enabled ski check and heated lockers with boots and helmet dryers. They're adding options for paying for different options for paying for seasonal access to the prime ski in and ski out parking via RFID gates that are connected to the bound, uh, boundless pass, I think is what it's called. They also have added six new automated snow guns to the mountain, plus some new pass options and stuff for pricing and things. And the Seven Devils Tap House is opening up. So definitely some interesting stuff for skiers and stuff. I'm not one, so some of this kind of flies over my head. Other than this sounds like pretty cool. So if you want more info, maybe check out the article or uh, call up to Tamarack there and kind of look around at the stuff they're doing. And then the last story is Downtown Caldwell Figuring Out Parking. This comes from the Boise Dev by Don Nelson. With the success of the Indian Creek Plaza in Downtown Caldwell, the new addition and the new area that they're kind of adding in addition of 142 apartments downtown, the city of Caldwell is trying to figure out what it's going to do for parking. As it stands currently, according to the Caldwell Economic Development Director Stephen Jenkins, Whew, mouthful. There are 432 parking spots along the railroad. It is suspected that the parking will become tight downtown during events. The city is currently looking into different types of parking methods to solve the problem, but hasn't landed on a final one. From the Caldwell Mayor, Jerem Wagner, quote, The finish line is away in the future, so we have to continue to improve and continue to look and see what we can do to keep people coming downtown. As for someone who lives pretty near Caldwell, 
um, and regularly visits around in that area. It's The parking isn't bad. The only time it's bad is usually during the Caldwell lights and stuff, um, but I could totally see as this is happening because where they're building this new apartment area, um, it used to be like a big dirt area and they use that for parking. But with the, you know, addition of the new apartment buildings and kind of restaurants that are going to go underneath there, you're not going to have that parking as much. And so there's some concerns about how that's all going to work out. But we'll see in the coming years what ends up happening and what decisions they decide to go with. And I think that is the end for all the news articles. Thank you for bearing with me through all of the episode today. I definitely have made my own flukes because I'm tired, but thank you for bearing with me. Hopefully it was uh, informational and uh, we'll go here to the uh, closing. you for getting this far if i missed something got something wrong or you have some advice for the show then send me an email at local yokel idaho 2002 at gmail.com for right now this is a one-man show so i can't afford to go over everything but thank you for your help and support i hope i can cover as many topics as possible that is all for now i hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and godspeed to all you wonderful idahoans out there take care